Welcome, welcome, welcome to a wonderful episode of The Gospel According to Stupid. I'm Johnny Waters, and I'm the only podcast, as far as I've researched, which wasn't much, uh, that is doing the Bible from cover to cover and, you know, reading it to you guys poorly. Um, sorry for the wait, everybody. Something happened last week, and it just, you know, couldn't find time to necessarily record. And I think we can all blame that on Game of Thrones, I think. So, cut me some slack. Uh, I'm doing this in the morning, so you should have, hopefully, two uh, episodes dropping. This one, and I believe uh, I'm going to drop the um, motherfucking, (laughs) uh, the review chapter for Samuel Numero Uno. Um, That's my hope, at the very least. Um, so yeah, prepare yourselves for that, motherfuckers. Um, it'd be great, I think, I hope. Um, how's everybody doing? Everyone good? Everyone having a good time? Uh, I'm doing, again, doing this in the morning, so I'm not exactly totally stupidly awake. Uh, but yeah, we'll get to that in a minute or something. Um, I have just canceled, uh, the Johncast podcast. It's, (laughs) I haven't recorded anything on that since like October or some such. So it's been a hot second that, um, I've ever done anything with that just because it was, became a little much and I'm glad people did listen to it, uh, or someone listened to it multiple times. Uh, but I just can't put anything more on here but I have all the intention of eventually putting it all on YouTube but I've been spouting that for since this started um I just don't honestly I don't make the time my bad it just doesn't happen just because it's kind of tedious and I just don't have the time to just put it all together um but luckily it shows up on iTunes and things and thank you guys for listening to this and just dealing with that and so sorry for the wait um so business uh if you are uh, interested in uh, following us, of course, you can find us on the iTunes, Google Play, all those fun little places. Um, please share and leave reviews if you can. That'd be really handy. Um, after that, let's see. So I have the email address in case you have any questions, thoughts, concerns, uh, hate mail, that sort of stuff. Send it on off to according to stupid at gmail.com. And you can find us on the Twitter sphere and the face place at according at accord to stupid and according to stupid um, on those two things. And I sometimes upload pictures and let people know what's going down. Um, all right, gang. So we do this thing each time we start this. The top countries listening to us just making me feel pretty good about like, ooh, I'm international technically. Uh, we have the top nine countries now. Uh, instead of the top ten because we're not super popular just yet. So nine, right? Okay, here we go. At number nine, we have Spain. At number eight, we have Indonesia. At number seven, we have Hong Kong. Number six, uh, United Kingdom. Number five, Belgium. Number four, Czech Republic. Number three, India. Some of these are definitely new on here, right? Or returning customers. Uh, At number two, Germany. And at numero uno, of course, the U.S. of A. Um, And now for the top cities. Now, if you are from one of these uh, countries that listen to us, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, But if you share with your friends and, you know, you're probably in the same town or something like that, it kind of helps to be like, oh, our town can be on this fucking website. Um, And if you send an email, of course, I'll probably read it on here. But, you know, I need somebody to email. Um, So at number 10, we have Piosta. What in the fuck? Where is that? 
Aya, Indiana, maybe. Piosta, I, Indiana. Uh, Little Rock, Arkansas, and the United States for the last two. At number eight, we have Prague and the Czech Republic. Uh, seven, Middleborough, uh, Massachusetts, Maine, Massachusetts, Ma. Uh, six, uh, Surabaya, Indonesia. Hope I said that right. Uh, number five, Tucson, Arizona. At number four, San Jose, California. You guys used to rock my numbers. Uh, number three, Ashburn, Virginia. Um, and number two, Munich, Germany. And at numero uno, Boise, Idaho. Thanks, guys, uh, for listening in. Appreciate it. Okay, so what happened uh, last time? Uh, we have uh, Samuel dies, right? And we're still dealing with the idea of God just not giving a huge goddamn or just not being able to choose sides very well, uh, which is admittedly rather annoying because uh, we have um, fucking, we have uh, Seth, Seraph, blah, 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 um, and David who are kind of vying for God's wants and wills and things like that. Uh, very important. Um, but uh, so we have David who's joining the Philistines and just raiding Rating stuff, or was, uh, and <laughs> just doing all that shit again. Um, and uh, let's see, Samuel comes back to talk to our S-man, um, Seth, no, um, Saul, and uh, is, like, he dies and they bring him the fuck back, which is just fucking bonkers. Um, and it turns out our big bad enemies, who have been our enemies for the entire time, have been pretty a-okay. Um, so, uh, David makes a new life for himself, and Saul uses, because he's married to Saul's daughter, uh, he just starts a whole new life, and he has, like, several wives, apparently, so I think he's doing pretty okay, I guess, for himself. Um, anyway, that's kind of where we're at, I guess. Uh, David's with the Philistines, and, uh, uh, Saul's still, am I your chosen one god? And it keeps on being proved that, like, David's kind of at the tippy top of everything. All right, um, let's see, Samuel chapter 30. All right, here we go. And it came to pass, when David and his men were come to Ziklag on the third day, that the Amalekites had invaded the south, and Ziklag had smitten, and z- smitten Ziklag. Okay, and burned it with fire. Oh, and okay, they went there and destroyed it and burned it with fire. All right, Ziklag was literally one verse. All right, uh, and had taken the women captives and they and were within therewith. Ah, oh, fuck, and were therein. Uh, they slew not any, uh, either great or small, but carried them away and went on their way. All right, well, you know, slavery, I guess. So David and his men came uh, to the city, and behold, it was burned with fire, and their wives and their sons and their daughters were taken captives. Oh, I see. Uh, So someone came to said town and fucked shit up, because it kind of made it sound like how it usually is with this, with like, we invaded, but this one is, we've been invaded by somebody. Uh, So the entire town is, no one's dead, but everyone's taken, at least, at least the women, I suppose. Uh, then David and the people uh, that were with him lifted up their voice and wept until they had no more power to weep. Uh, no kidding. Uh, 
Uh, and David's two wives uh, were taken captives, uh, Ahinoam, the uh, Jezreelitess, and Abigail, the wife of Nabal, the uh, Camaralite. And David was greatly distressed, for the people spake of stoning him, because the soul of all the people was grieved, every man for his sons and for his daughters. But David encouraged himself uh, in the Lord his God. Good, because <laughs> he's not going to find it with his people, I guess. And David said uh, to Abiathar, the priest, uh, Ahimelech's son, uh, I pray thee, bring me hither uh, the Ephod. And Abiathar brought hither the Ephod to David. And as I remember, the Ephod was basically just like, the priest's robe, right? Um, and David inquired at the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue after this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him, Pursue, for thou shalt surely overtake them, and without fail recover all. That's all I need, man. Uh, so David went, and he and six hundred men uh, that were with him, and came to the brook Besor, uh, uh, where those that were left behind stayed. Okay, uh, But David pursued, he and four hundred men, for two hundred abode behind, which were so faint that they could not go over the brook Besar. So he set himself up and murdered two hundred people, I'm assuming. And they found an Egyptian in the field and brought him to David and gave him bread, and he did eat, and they made him drink water. Maybe these two hundred were a part of his group. Uh, and they gave him a piece of cake of figs and two clusters of raisins. And when he had eaten, his spirit came again to him, because, you know, he fucking ate something. For he had no, eaten no bread nor drunk any water three days and three nights. You think? My God. Like, come on, man. Uh, and David said unto him, To whom belongest thou? And whence art thou? And he said, I am young man of Egypt, servant to an Amalekite. And my master left me, because three days agone I fell sick. Eh, well, you know, there's no sick days back in the biblical days. No PTO, don't worry about it. But if you get sick, you get left behind, so don't get sick. Also, point of fact, this seems like one of these, I mean, so far in the Bible, it seems very much like anybody who's like, I haven't eaten or drank water in three days and three nights. And don't get me wrong, it is one of those things of like, oh, he can last three days and three nights. I don't think I can last without eating something in a day, or drinking something, because uh, I get all shaky and weird. and um, But he can <laughs> go three days without water or bread or figs or raisins or whatever, and it's great, but it also kind of sounds like one of those things being like, I only got two hours of sleep last night, and I'm here at work. And it's like, oh, well, it just sounds like a bad idea, mostly. Anyway, uh, we made for an invasion upon the south of the Cherethites, and upon the coast which belongeth to Judah, and upon the south of Caleb, and we burned Ziklag with fire. Oh, you guys. Well, hmm. And David said to him, Canst thou bring me down to this company? And he said, Swear unto me by God that thou wilt neither kill me, nor deliver me into the hands of my masters, and I will bring thee down to this company. This guy's looking out for his own skin. Can't blame him for that. Because he's one dude, and he has 600 other guys who just showed up on his property. And uh, he's got 200 dudes on one side of that particular river, or brook, or whatever, that uh, he's going to murderfy. And, you know, just going like, oh, they're, they're right over there. Don't you worry. They're, you can see him from this window. And when he brought him down, behold, they were spread abroad upon all the earth, eating and drinking and dancing because of all the great spoil they had taken out of the land of the Philistines and out of the land of Judah. And David smote them from the twilight even unto the evening of the next day. Holy shit. And there escaped not a man of them, save four hundred young men, which rode upon camels and fled. So we killed two hundred of the six. I'm a little lost as a number. Were there six hundred versus six hundred now? 
Uh, anyway, so murdered a bunch of people, but it took that long to kill that many people with that many people behind. I don't know. And David recovered all that the Amalekites had carried away, and David rescued his two wives. Yay! And there was nothing lacking to them, neither small nor great, neither sons nor daughters, neither spoil nor anything that they had taken to them. David recovered all. Oh, good. And David took all the flocks and the herds, which they drave before other cattle, and said, This is David's spoil. Uh, okay. And David came to the two hundred men, which were so faint that they could not follow David. Ah, that's how that worked. Okay. So he had actually 400 dudes fighting with him and had to face 600 guys, right? And then uh, 400 of those guys took off. 200 of the who stayed are murder-fied and dead. Um, so, hey, right, good job. Uh, could not follow David, whom they may, had made also to abide at the brook Besser. Uh, and they went forth to meet David and to meet the people that were with him. And when David came near to the people, he saluted them. Well done, you're very tired. Uh, then answered all the wicked men and men of Belial, of those that went with David, and said, Because they went not with us, we will not give them aught of the spoil that we have recovered, save to every man his wife and his children. Oh, that's nice, okay. And they may lead them away and depart. Fair enough. But we were fucking tired, man. We can't go three days and three nights without eating something. We're not as cool as you. Then said David, Ye shall not do so, my brethren, uh, with that which the Lord hath given us, who hath preserved us and delivered the company that came uh, against us unto his unto our ha into our hand. All right, wait a sec. Oh, and then answered all the wicked men. Oh, they're like, hey, you know, let me take my wife and children away. And David's like, fuck you guys. Oh, well, shit. I need to learn how to read this better. Uh, For who will hearken unto you in this matter? Uh, but as his part is that goeth down to the battle, so shall his part be that uh, tarrieth by the stuff. They shall part alike. All right. Cool. So those who help me out get their spoils. And it was so from that day forward that he made it a statute and an ordinance for Israel unto this day. If you help out, you get stuff. And when David came to Ziklag, he went of the spoil unto the elders of Judah, even to his friends, saying, Behold a present for you of the spoil the enemies of the Lord. To them which were in Bethel, and to them which were south of Ramath, and to them which were in Jatir, and to them which uh, fuck, which were in Aror, and which went to them which were in Sifmoth, and to them which were in Eshtiminimah, and to them which were in Rachel, 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 and to them which were in the cities of the Jaharamilites, and to them which were in the cities of the Kenites, and to them which were the Harm. I guess we're reminding ourselves, being like, who actually helped him out? And to them which were in uh, Horma, and to them which were in Chorashuma, uh, Trashan, and them which were in Ataksh, and to them which were in Hebron, and all the places where David himself and his men were wont to haunt. Cool. All right, so that worked out, I guess, pretty well. Not for the people who didn't cross the damn river, but you know. Um, chapter 31. Here we go. And the Philistines fought against Israel, and the men of Israel fled from before the Philistines and fell down slain in Mount Gilboa. Okay. And the Philistines followed hard upon Saul and upon his sons, and the Philistines slew Jonathan. Fuck! I liked him. Uh, and Abinadab, Abinadab and Malchishua, Saul's sons. Oh, well, fuck, man. Like, David kind of jumped back on this, didn't he? Hmm. Well then, 
And battle went sore against Saul, and the archers hit him, and he was sore wounded of the archers. So Saul's got a couple of hits in him. Uh, Then said Saul unto his armor-bearer, Draw thy sword, and thrust me through therewith. Oh, fuck. Lest these uncircumcised come, and thrust me through, and abuse me. (laughs) Sounds very rapey. But his armor-bearer would not, for he was sore afraid. No shit, man. Uh, Therefore Saul took a sword and fell upon it. Oh, shit. Boy, four verses and all it took were to kill our big enemy in this particular one. Uh, And when his armor-bearers saw that Saul was dead, he fell likewise upon his sword and died with him. Oh, well. Hmm. So Saul died and his three sons and his armor-bearer and all his men that that same day together. Holy shit, what a decisive defeat. And when the men of Israel uh, that were on the other side of the valley and that they were on the other side of Jordan saw that the men of Israel fled and that Saul and his sons were dead, they forsook the cities and fled, and the Philistines came and dwelt in them. Fair enough, it's your spoils, I guess. Uh, And it came to pass on the morrow when the Philistines came to strip the slain that they found Saul and his three sons fallen in Mount Gilboa. Uh, Well, look at that. And they cut off his head, I'm assuming Saul, and stripped off his armor and sent into the land of the Philistines round about to publish it in the house of their idols and among the people. Fair enough, if you're going to be often a guy who's been terrorizing you for the last ever, yeah, why not offer this to the gods being like, we are awesome. Uh, And they put his armor in the house of Ashtaroth, and they fastened his body uh, to the wall of Bethshan. Wow. And when the inhabitants of uh, Jabesh-Gilead heard of that which the Philistines had done to Saul, uh, all of the valiant men arose and went all night and took the body of Saul and the bodies of his sons from the... Oh, I didn't know they put the bodies of his sons up there as well. Fuck. Wall of Bethshan and came to Jabesh and burnt them there. All right. And they took their bones and buried them under a tree in Jabesh and fasted seven days. Well, that was a really short chapter, guys. Uh, Sorry. Uh, We're going to be starting... Samuel 2 here in a hot second. Um, but we I'll be putting out a, um, a review episode here in a second uh, that follows this one and all that. So you, you know, the too long didn't read <laughs> section of all this. Um, thank you so much for listening. If you like this episode, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It's the best way to find us, frankly, um, and our kick-ass little logo. Uh, if you would like to send off an email, feel free uh, to according to stupid at gmail.com. All of these things can be found in the uh, fucking, what do I call them? In the description on the on this particular podcast, wherever you happen to be listening. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, and you've just been gospel to by the stupid. Mm-hmm.